Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And as you know, we are trying to leave this crazy year behind us. So our theme all month long in December is countdown to 2021. I know that flipping the page on the calendar won't make everything change, but I think it's good process just to let it go as much as we have. And I could start singing too, let it go, let it go. Well, I won't do that too much. But my guest today is definitely going to allow us to let some things go. So Jamie Lerner is co-author of the book, The Ever-Loving Essence of You, which I cannot wait to talk about. And she can put a fresh spin on just about anything that anybody throws her way. So she really helps people to reframe even most difficult and challenging situations. And, you know, understand, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I want to know this because she says all of a sudden she can help people turn their biggest nightmare into their greatest pleasure. So if anybody's going to be able to help us be able to leave this year behind, I think that she's going to have some good advice for us. And she works with individuals, children, adults, and couples, as well as small groups. And she wants to make sure that we know that we know best for ourselves. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jamie. It's a pleasure to have you as a guest today. Thank you for inviting me. I love the idea of being able to help people turn their worst nightmares into their greatest pleasures. And I think that it's such a, I'm, you know, kind of going to start with that and ask you to tell us more about yourself first. But, you know, in this year where we've had so much chaos and craziness and so many bad things, there are still good things that have come out of this. And, and I think it's important that we frame that in our mindset for moving on to the next year and beyond. But before we dive into that, tell us a little bit more about you, your business, and how you help people to shock their potential. Okay. Well, um, I was trained as a psychotherapist and had a practice for many years and um, realized that that was not the best way for me to assist people, always looking back, because my um, feeling is that people actually want to move forward. However, we were so focused in what was, it was difficult for people to really connect with what was going on right here in their now. So I gave up my business and I studied and traveled and now I do something different, which is the integrative approach to well-being. And I assist people in assisting themselves by really reframing their current situation and helping them get to where they are now and to where they want to be. 
And I have found that that's a really fun and easy process for people. And it's very empowering for people because they relearn to step into their personal power and to trust themselves and to guide themselves with intuition and to really focus on their life in their here and now again. Mm, I so, love it. It's, it's so, um, it's fascinating. I love the fact that you shared that, you know, in your business before and in your practice, you are looking backwards. And I think sometimes it's important to look backwards, but if we're always looking backwards, we, we don't, you know, maybe we'll understand some things about moving forward, but you're right there. We can't do anything about what happened already, but we can do something about where we are now and where we want to go. Yes. And so I do ask people when you are looking back, look back from your right here and now adult perspective, because that's where you are and it looks very different. And I think that that really helps us have some clarity and understand maybe what helped or what happened then as something that has become a superpower for us right here in our now. So it, it, that's a more empowering way to revisit the past. I think that's fascinating. And I love how you say, make it your superpower because if you really are, you know, like I think about people that have had really, really traumatic, painful pasts. And I know there's a lot of people like that. And it's not, it's not like you're going to say, oh gosh, that was great that I had that. But I had a guest on, um, I think the first season of my podcast, her name is Madeline Black. And she was, um, I'm just so impressed with her. She was uh, severely gang raped when she was a teenager. And she, you know, she, when she shares her story, she shares um, also how many years of her life she kind of gave into that that background and and that story and that hurt and that trauma, until one day she's you know realized if I keep living this and reliving this, I can't move forward. And here I've got a husband and I have a child and I have all these wonderful things in my life, but I'm still spending too much time looking back. I need to stop looking at it from that perspective and I need to embrace how far I've come. And I think that's really when she, I don't know that she, she didn't say it's as a superpower, but it's really become one as I'm watching her evolve, you know, on speaking stages and she's creating these, she created this incredible podcast and she's really using this as a platform, not only for her life, but to change others. And we all have that opportunity, whether it's a significant trauma or just tough times or things that we've gone through to really look at them kind of understand where what lessons we've learned from that and then keep going absolutely i think that there's a lot to be said for that so when you work with people and you help them to kind of look at this you know what are some of the challenges that they face in terms of really maybe embracing that and trying to reframe and and look at where they're going forward rather than looking backwards well a lot of people actually use what happened to them as an excuse not to move forward and so we tend to argue for our limitations very often because we're afraid and so i think that um i really help people um in such a way that it, it's disarming and it feels easy and that they really can um, kind of take a breath when they understand that our current situation is just that. It's a moment. It's not our entire life. Mm -hmm. So it, it kind of um, is an interesting way because you begin to ask people, what do you want for yourself? 
And that's a question most people have not ever asked themselves comfortably Mm -hmm. in a loving and curious way. But until we do know what we want for ourselves, then it is difficult to create a vision for what that means to move forward. You ask people all day long what they want and they tell you all day long what they don't want. And what do they have? They have what they don't want, you know? So um, when you realize that, um, you understand that you actually have all the power to kind of figure out what do you want? How does it look? How does it feel? And how can you with ease step into that? Yeah, I think that's that's fascinating. As you were talking, I was remembering, I don't, you know, sometimes things just spark a memory or, you know, and you don't really know why. But as you were talking, I remember um, when I was first married and I was very young and my husband at the time and I had, you know, very, very little money. And we were living in the worst apartment. We had the worst hand-me-down car. And um, and we had a young child. And I remember being very unhappy because I felt like I was so poor. And, you know, so if you would have asked me then, what do you want, Michael? I would say, I want to live in that house, that mansion there. I want that because I don't like where I am. And I never, I remember just being, you know, having this sense of what I didn't have was so overwhelming to me that I couldn't focus on what I did have. And, and now, you know, now you look back, you know, 30 some years later and you're like, well, you did actually have a place to live and you you were never hungry and you had a healthy child and you had a good career that you were starting. So how, you know, stopping the negative talk or the, the spots where we're you know, we're stuck in what we don't have. It really requires a little bit of a jolt. And then sometimes I think somebody from the outside perspective to really kind of kick you out of the cycle of where your, your mental, you know, thoughts and talk are, are sitting. Yes. But there has to be some balance there because what you said is very important. Oftentimes people will catch themselves not being happy where they are and then feel guilty about wanting more. So mm. We do not need to feel guilty about anything. And we do not need to ever apologize for wanting more. But how can we feel better about where we are living in this moment as we are very clear about reaching for more? And that feels differently. That's not saying I should be grateful because at least I have a house. People who do that have a very difficult time creating a vision for themselves of wanting more. And if you can't create the vision, you will never have more. So how can you feel good where you are with what you have in such a way while you're reaching for something more? Mm-hmm. That's the balance. Yeah, I see that. I, you know, I, that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, cause I, um, as I, I think about where we are right now, you know, in, in the world, we're nine months into a pandemic <laughs> And there's a lot of feeling, I know with me, with other people, people all over the world of why can't it just be normal or why can't we just have what we had before? But even nine months ago, you know, the world wasn't a perfect place. You know, our lives weren't perfect. It just sometimes it, it, you can get stuck wanting to have something different and wanting it so bad and being disappointed that uh, that it's hard to appreciate. I think some of the blessings that are that are also happening at the same time. 
Yes, and so I like to call everything that we're not wanting in the moment contrast, because contrast is brilliant. It births all new wonderful desires. And I think the thing that people are missing now the most is the physical contact with other people, the human contact. And it's so interesting, but before we, that was cut off from us, we didn't really have that longing or that yearning or that appreciation. So I think there are some really interesting and wonderful things that have come out of 2020. Um, and 2021, I think, is going to be an amazing year for everybody because we are very clear about what we're wanting more of them. That's, that's so, very true. I think so too. You're absolutely right. And you know how um, you know, like the, I said in the beginning, this whole theme for this month is is trying to find some of that mental space where we can say, okay, we're going to, you know, maybe I'm still going to wallow in my self-pity for a few more days and I'm going to let it go. But at, I want to start with a clean, fresh perspective on January 1, which I know is, it's it's a, it's just a little, it is definitely a mind game. You don't flip the calendar and all of a sudden it's a brand new scenario. But I, I do believe that we can, you know, help ourselves um, make that mental shift and really look at 2021 from a newer perspective, like, you know, what we are grateful for, or, you know, find the positive. So, you know, what are your thoughts or what, what are your advice for somebody right now who's saying, okay, all right, I'm done feeling sorry for myself. I'm done for, I'm done feeling bad about where we are in the world. I, and I just really want to start with a clean mental space. What are some things we can actually do right now to find some of that mental space? I think to become crystal clear what you want 2021 to be for you, how you want that to look for you, how you want that to feel for you. And it's so interesting because when you are connected to yourself and creating something that feels good for yourself, you're in such um, an amazing place and space where you are then so available to others. However, when you are not doing that, you are not available to anyone else. So self-care is super important, as is a clear vision for yourself. And then mind your own business. It's not your business to create for another. We can't create for another. And we cannot take people with us. But we can become like the living, breathing example of what's possible by what we are choosing to do for ourselves and then extend that example to others. So I would think that that would just be a wonderful um, way to skip into 2021. I think it's going to be easy this year. I think it's going to be easy transition for people um, to look at the bright side of pretty much everything. <laughs> I, yeah. And there's so, so many, there's so many positives that are coming. And I think this is really true that this is a great time if, if I'm always journaling. So even, you know, as we're talking, I'm taking notes that, you know, I'll use in the show notes, but they're to remind me and what things spark my, um, you know, my attention. But I, I just love writing in my journal because there's times when I just want to write something down that is about the vision or, or an idea or a concept, but, you know, actually trying to be very clear and writing down what we want, like you said, 2021 to look like, to feel like, to be like for us. And putting pen to paper with that, I think has something tangible for us. Because when you read what you write, you can't, you know, you can't hide behind the covers of it, you you know, you put it down there, and you're making a statement, which I think will help people to, you know, start then to take the steps. And to your point, be 
more emotionally and mentally available to make that vision and that wish a reality for themselves <laughs> for themselves yeah but yeah for themselves not for yeah we can't control anybody else <laughs> i absolutely agree well when you um when you work with people uh, and you work with you know groups or individuals what are you know what are some of the 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 challenges that that they face in terms of really coming to grips with you know trying to be clear about writing a vision for themselves or, or, you know, being crystal clear about what they want for themselves. How, how do people struggle with this and how do, how do you help them to overcome it? Um, I ask people to listen to their mind chatter. So I think that oftentimes we have a lot of conversation going on in our mind with ourselves about ourselves oh, yeah. and we're not even yeah. aware of it. It's kind of like running in the background. So I ask people to isolate the mind chatter and, and then to really laugh hysterically about it. Because when you begin to hear the kinds of things that you're saying to yourself about yourself and about other people, it can only be funny. Um, it's ridiculous and it's not true. So um, quieting our mind, I think, is helpful because our thoughts really direct our lives. Um, our thoughts direct everything. Mm. So... Um, and then how can you soften the dialogue that you're having with yourself and become more loving, become more lovingly curious about yourself instead of judgmental? And a lot of that is done through laughter. Laughter is such a great way to break up the intensity and the kind of, I don't know, <laughs> ridiculous stories that we have been telling ourselves. Uh, so that, and then also, once again, to ask people to become personally responsible for where they are in their life, because we are not victims to anything. We have made choices, and there have been outcomes, and then we get to make different choices, and there are different outcomes, but we are 100% responsible for all of that. And that feels super empowering. When you step into the power of that, it feels really, really good because you're not a victim. You're not a victim to your relationship. You're not a victim to your employer. You're not, a, I mean, literally, you're not a victim to anything. So take some personal responsibility, identify the things that you can feel really good about yourself and moving forward, how you want more of just that, knowing that just those thoughts and feelings and statements that you're making, that's manifestation. That's how we create everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, as you were talking about, you know, listening to the mental chatter, I was thinking about, wouldn't it be interesting if we could have, you know, so we're recording this session. Wouldn't it be interesting to have a recording of that in our own voices and have it played back for us? Because you're right. If you really listen to it out loud, you'd say, why would you even say that about yourself? Why would you talk to yourself that way? <laughs> Why would you use those terms? You know, gosh, you'd never tell that. You never say those things in that in, in in that way at all to anybody else. Why would you tell yourself? Yeah, but you have to laugh about it. You cannot take any of this very seriously because life is a series of moments. It's one moment and then the next moment and the next moment. So. You know, every moment is a new opportunity that you are creating for yourself and providing an example for others if you are choosing to. Mm -hmm. 
And I love that if you really think about it from every moment is a new opportunity, then even if you're in the midst of something that seems horrible or overwhelming, or that, you know, whether it's of your own making or not, that you still can choose the next moment. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes we think that those situations are very long, but really they're just absolutely moment to moment. Yes. I love it. Goodness, I think there's a, there's a lot of value in this, uh, Jamie. I think it's 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 a great way to kind of wrap up this month and really look at, you know, clearing our our headspace to see what we can control, and and what we can control is what goes on in our own head and how we how we view ourselves and how we view our situation. So I I think this is perfectly spot on. Um, I know we'll have all of your contact information on our show notes, but in case somebody wants to find you right now, what's the best way for them to find I you? I have a website. It's www.jamie-lerner.com. Excellent. That was very easy. And uh, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? I laugh a lot. Love yourself, trust yourself, and no one knows better for you than you. I love it. Jamie, thank you so much. What a pleasure to have you on and a great way to end this month and this year. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.